listening to What We Say in the Shadows, dedicated to the FX show What We Do in the Shadows. Join us as we suck you into the world of the vampires of Staten Island. So sit back, relax, let your guard down, and join the ride in our journey to total domination. Hello and welcome to What We Say in the Shadows. Dark greetings, everybody. Greetings. Thank you, Molly. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. Uh, can I edit this one so I can put in three more seconds of silence and no. make it even more awkward? No, no. no. Uh, today we are discussing episode 5.3, Pride Parade. And with us today are Molly. Hi, I'm Molly. And Gary. Hi, I'm Gary. And Matt. Hello. I'm not a bird. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a bird or the gardener or the gardener or the handyman <laughs> or yeah let's talk about episode three of the new season pride parade now the description as of imdb the vampires helps sean host a pride parade nadia helps her doll achieve a long-held dream hmm. that's pretty uh, that's I was gonna say, somewhat, does she, but i guess so uh, she does yeah. she does help uh, so Matt, what are the deets? Okay, um, director Yana Gorskaya again. She did the opening episode and now third episode, written by Jake Bender and Zach Dunn, which are names I've not seen. And I looked at their body of work; they are experienced writers, but nothing that I recognized, which is actually kind of fun considering this works in just as well with all the others. So that's cool. Obviously, very talented. And IMDb rating eight point eight which is not only the highest right now of the season, but it's the highest starting one of the season. So this one is apparently struck a chord with people. And there's a lot of reasons why, as we're going to very difficultly narrow down each of our three takeaways why I think Ooh. in this episode. This is a, yeah. This was a, this was a pack for a punch. <laughs> I'm glad I basically wrote out the entire episode in here, so I'm not sh- short of anything to say between four people, because there, yeah, there's a lot, a lot in this episode. That there definitely is. So let's start off with our top takeaways. So Gary, what is your first takeaway from Pride Parade? Um, my first takeaway is <clears throat> that G- Guillermo's sweat uh, sunscreen is one hundred percent waterproof. Yeah, um, which is nice. Um, so that's qual- quality uh, quality product there. I feel like there's a, a business opportunity. Um, that we may or may not see in this season or in future seasons <laughs> related to that. I know. I, I, uh, I was really kind of surprised. We, we thought in that whole section where he goes to the beach, as soon as he got in that water, I was thinking we'd start seeing like some kind of burning or something. <laughs> nope. That's what I was nope. thinking too. I was like, Oh, his hand's going to ignite because he's touching the water and his feet are no, nothing. Nope. Nope. This reminded me, of the most obscure movie, I think, in my life that actually made it to theaters. I have a lot of obscure movies that never make it to theaters, but this one made it to theaters. I went and saw it. Me and one other friend saw it. We were the only people in the theater. It's from 1990. It was called Rockula, and it starred Dean Cameron and Thomas Dolby. <laughs> and there was a scene where he was going to go out and do so- He used to talk to himself in the mirror, but the when I say that, the, the reflection in the mirror talked back. It was like a, it was it was him, but they were having a conversation. And the mirror vampire was always trying to keep him from pursuing his 
rock and roll dreams and whatnot. And he said he's going to go out and do something. He's like, how are you going to, in his reflections, like, how are you going to do that? It's daytime. And he pulls out a tube that says sunscreen SPF 500. And he puts it on and it's almost exactly like Lazo, Lazlo looked like when he left with this. And I was thinking, how many people are thinking of Rockula right now watching this? And then I decided it was only four other people in the world that must be thinking about Oh, Rockula. more than you. I thought you were just going to say one. <laughs> no, four. I think it's at least four. I think they have enough big uh, uh, size audience that that um, four people would have thought of Rockula. Did you see it in the theater? That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's it's Like I said, there's a lot of obscure movies I ha- I've watched that are direct to video or don't even have an official release, but this was in theaters. We went and saw it. It was me and one other, my one other friend went and saw it. Wow. A lot to unpack there. Not really. It's, yeah. it's a Dean Cameron movie. I mean, gotcha. fresh off the heels of ski school. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, okay, Molly, what is your first takeaway? Probably the weirdest thing about this episode was Colin Robinson's attraction to the Naja doll. That really <laughs> threw me out. I had a reaction to that. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> but yeah, strange. I feel I feel like this was alluded to on an earlier episode. I think it was. Like kind of like some been, yeah. some kind of chemistry between the two of them. Well, <laughs> but was it from Naja Doll to Colin? I think I remember what you're talking about. I think it was I'm I may be completely misremembering this, but I feel like I remember at one point the Naja Doll flirting essentially with Colin Robinson yeah. at some point. But completely I, unreciprocated because, you know, Colin Robinson. Yeah. And then this revelation in this episode. Right, exactly. I, I I was like, oh, this seems like this is a running thing. <laughs> I, I I'm all, I, I when I thought so too, and what Gary's describing sounds familiar. I'm I'm pretty sure they had a it wasn't a heavy flirting scene, but just enough that this wasn't out of the realm of what we already know about the characters' interactions with each other. I think I think they have had something, not a scene before too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what is your first takeaway? Oh, <laughs> this is going to be so hard. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. All right. Um, it, it, it's, it's one part of a larger, uh, thing and it's, it's the idea of Laszlo studying Guillermo to try to figure out what's going on. But one scene in particular, when he had, Guillermo take his shirt off and we saw those little wings on the oh, on his back. Oh God, yes. And he says, Can you move them? <laughs> he goes, Move what? And then he moved and, and Laszlo's so freaked out by this, he just goes, Nothing. Like just can't even form an entire word. It was it, the fact that Laszlo was even freaked out of the things that he's seen and done and talks about is centuries of, of existence that this one thing actually freaked him out was I think a pretty big moment. I I just God. I was what did he say? He's like, I think it's a little psoriasis or something like that. Oh yeah, he said I think it's like a psoriasis flare up. I got a flare up back there. (laughs) Yeah, this whole looking like figment with his little tiny wings. Yes. (laughs) He's Pete's dragon. The whole Guillermo transformation process has just been fun and I'm not sure what they're gonna, how far they're going to take it, but this has been fun. I wasn't expecting to have wings when they when they did that. I, I that was that was a surprise in and of itself. But then the movement was like just an icing on the cake of that. 
And I'm surprised that the ears and the wings seem to develop independently. <laughs> right. Because the, the ears we saw last week, ooh, which was freaky. Um, my takeaway, my first takeaway, it's just the fact that there is a Naja doll episode. I, y'all know how much I love the Naja doll. And, and anytime she's even just a blip in an eye, she, she's, I'm happy with an episode. This one, um, I actually read an article about the puppeteering of, of her and how they had to change it for this episode um, because of the fact that she had to move differently because she's supposed to be Nadja embodied. Um, that it's just, it fascinates me and I, I love puppets. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that, that is my biggest takeaway is the fact that the Nadja doll is so front and center in this and they get to make her deepen as a character in general. So, uh, Gary, what is your second takeaway? Uh, so second takeaway is kind of related to the transformation too, which I'm still a little confused if he's still having, I guess, performance anxiety on the whole bat transformation thing or based on the look of those wings are because like we see like the different types of vampires right from you know like the ancient ones and stuff part of me wonders like what i don't know how his van helsing blood is going to affect his ability still very curious about all of that if he's going to turn into something almost entirely different so that that whole i'm, I'm just so fascinated how that's going to play out i still kind of have a theory that at the end of all this he won't be a vampire. It's I like agree. it's working yeah, so through true. him like a virus. And yes. these are symptoms. And his his Van Helsing blood is fighting against the vampirism. That's my theory, too. I, I don't think he's going to be able to become a vampire. It's like getting COVID after getting the vaccine. You still get the symptoms, <laughs> but they're not near as bad as if you yeah. didn't have the vaccine. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. He needs a vampire vaccine. Right. <laughs> you make him immune forever. <laughs> now it would be interesting if he gets the perk of immortality if he doesn't get anything else I don't know yeah. it could be it could be very That'd interesting be cool. um we or still the telekinesis oh yeah, like yeah, yeah that's yeah. true yeah that did that was one of the powers he did exhibit <laughs> it did like eh, it's probably taking a taking away something from big bite but the whole um having him do a form of the shuffle run, which is just whenever he wants to do a shuffle run is always funny. He's like normal human speed, actually slightly below normal human speed. Yeah. That would be my speed at that. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime oh, that, that presidential physical fitness award would come around. I'm like, mm, I'm not getting one this year. <laughs> uh, okay. Molly, what is your second takeaway? Um, so my second is Sean's t-shirt ideas. Oh God. Yes. Were absolutely <laughs> incredible. Hey, I'm being gay over here. <laughs> yeah. And that's the one he, che- that's the one he goes with. It was, it was the far superior one, obviously. Superior one. <laughs> yeah. I loved them. Loved them. Both of them had a nice chuckle. And that was another one of those things that I would not have caught if I didn't do a second watching with the closed captions on as they cut to. Literally cut to the opening sequence. Lazo yells, we'll take the lot. 
He's he's very yes, Andy, with this whole thing. <laughs> like, if you want to do it in our front yard, yeah, I say two <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> just, just open to everything there. Yeah, it comes from Sean. He's down. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, which is strange. It's like the one person in That's all the world. That's his best friend. Yeah, I guess so. He just wants to make sure he just, yeah, does, makes makes him, I don't know, just constantly impresses him, makes him happy, always, yeah, it's funny. Of all people, the one character that's pretty much taken us four years, me and Christy collectively, to not hate. I don't know if I like him. Oh, really? But we, yeah, Sean yeah. His appearances were so, to me, uh, like the first couple of seasons, so uh, just what brash. But now now it's... it's He's I, grown on to, me. Yeah, I've come to He's grown come on me. I feel him. like it was the episode where he was trying to get baby Colin Robinson into school that probably really like <laughs> sucked yeah. everybody yeah. into liking him. <laughs> yeah, that was a great episode. That, that episode probably endeared him to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. My question is, how's he going to become comptroller when we've seen clearly in the Atlantic City episode <laughs> that he right. is crap with money? <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I I feel like that may... But Does then, anybody understand the bring the Rangers back thing? I had to it's look a, that up. I don't it's know. It's a hockey team. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's New York Rangers. Use- I had to look if they ever played in Staten Island, and I can't find any history that they did. I might be wrong, but I could not find any. They just want the Rangers. I. They just want to. They just want them in Staten Island. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, apparently a very famous Ranger from Staten Island that always came up in all my Google searches trying to find this answer. But I don't know that they actually. They. I, I want to say they must have, but not necessarily. I mean, that just might be a red herring that the writers put in there that Sean would say something like that. I don't know if Quint. This is the one episode that we would need. A fifth person, Quint, to explain because he's the hockey historian of the group. He would he would know. He'll probably text me as he's listening to this, and I'll have to do my retraction next episode. <laughs> Correction. Uh, all right, my second takeaway is hmm, the whole thing where they're in that first opening scene when they're talking about the Pride Parade. And they're like, those large, colorful vehicles, chariots. <laughs> yeah. And it just says, no, floats. Oh, yes, the corpses float also. You said, said chariots that you drag <laughs> the corpses of your enemies behind you. It's, yeah. <laughs> we call them floats. They, the corpses float as well. <laughs> yeah. Vanquished foes. There it is. I Vanquished that foes. Yep. How how Nandor thinks that this is like a major, uh, uh, pol- like, Military a, a power coup. It's not a. He doesn't understand political yeah. offices. I'm sure of that. I mean, I I think we don't need much more evidence of that. He does think this is a, because he's got a great um when he's when um right after uh, Sean says to bring the Rangers back to Staten Island. He's he says typically in such situations, the best move is to identify your opponents and slaughter them in their sleep. <laughs> Sean's like, yeah, I, like- I wish, but we just need the most votes. I love that, like Sean and and his wife, whose name I can't recall, but they don't Charmaine. blink. Oh, that's right. Um, that they don't they don't even blink an eye at like they just like take a momentary yeah, pause, but right. then they just move on when they say crazy stuff like that. Like it's just totally normal. <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been uh, hypnotized so much that they just don't. It didn't make the burrow dumber. So mm-hmm. yeah, brain uh, scramblies, brain yeah. scramblies. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Did I do yours? Nope. No, then it's your turn. Okay, so speaking of the whole Nadia doll, I mean, I guess the, I'm only going to say she's the B story as in terms best, of, of order. The best story. Well, yeah, that too. There you go. Because it's the second story introduced. I think they both got equal screen time on this. But the B story, when Nadia doll brings up swapping bodies- and then Nadja's like, oh, what a cute idea. But unfortunately, that's definitely not possible. And then the guy chimes in, oh, it's possible. Swapping spirits and corporal vessels is actually pretty easy. And Nadja gets this petrified look on her face, but still trying to be supportive. And I wrote down the whole <laughs> response. She's like, is it? Well, great. Okay. Okay. Great. That's just great. Well, great. I just love this. <laughs> falling over her own words, trying to be supportive and scared shitless at the same time. Now, is she still going to be, is she still trying to uh, raise the curse? See, that's what we we're talking about last episode. I said, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the last we hear of it, or if it ends up being some bigger story element with the guide. And, and you know, I, the, the hex it started yeah the hex i thought we were going down the hex trail when the guide said what is the something the source of your 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 disappointment right now but then it turns out she was actually asking nadja doll so the hex was completely ignored this episode and i don't know that we're going to come back to it which is either way i don't know well it's fine with me but i don't I, i think right now this in his past 27 minutes of this episode the hex didn't exist I wonder if the guide put the hex on because her whole like, because you like her, her alluding to wanting to be not just friend. Right. And that's why the hex exists. That's, so, I, I feel would, like it might come back. That's I, what I, I was thinking. If it's, yeah. it's going to be a bigger story, it's, I think she's going to be behind it. But yeah, we, not this, this, that story went nowhere this episode, which was fine because mm-hmm. we had a lot more story in this episode yeah. that, to focus on. Uh, My. You just you did yours before me. Oh, I did yours. Yep. Oh, sorry. I knew That's I right. flipped You're it. Fine. All right, back to Gary. <laughs> so I guess the third thing was I don't know if it was meant to be this way, but the way that um with the way that Laszlo's sunburn perfectly matched his <laughs> fur coat yes. at the end of the episode. I was like, this I want it to be on purpose. I wonder if it was, but it's just perfect color match between his face and his coat. Right there at the end. This episode was just absolute chaos. It was, like yeah, from it really start was. to finish. Like wh- what? What an episode to get to talk about because it's just a million miles an hour. But that little detail really stuck out to me. Just the perfect color match between his sunburn and his wardrobe. Right there at the end. I actually yeah. wrote in my notes. Laszlo got sunburned with a dash, saying, "How does that work? Like, how <laughs> yeah. does he only get burnt, but not?" Uh, I guess chart like the Baron. I guess it's like when you wear sunscreen and you get sunburn. Like his, it works to up to a point. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's because he went in the water. If he oh. hadn't gone in the water, <laughs> yeah. right, there you go. he would have. It would have been perfectly fine. Yep. We should have waited go. like twenty minutes after <laughs> applying. <laughs> The fact he needed three gallon was it? It was three, three gallons, gallons of, of sweat, sweat. <laughs> that he distilled yeah. too, which is great. I was like, "Wow, okay, that's a 
That's a good detail. Yeah. I I would have loved to seen the rigging setup he did that to do the distillation, but that might have been a little <laughs> little too far out of I don't think it'd be out of their budget range, but maybe too far out of their uh the time to get the show shot. Yeah. That may be part of the marketing afterwards. Like could be. Open up their own brewery. Did yeah. you see a spirits in quotes? Yeah. Stuff. Did you see their hand? Was it were they handing out that sunscreen at Comic Con, Christy? Yeah, they had a um, they had a dispenser. So Comic Con was this past weekend, and um, they had Laszlo's garden outside. They had transformed the front into Laszlo's garden, and um, they didn't really show a lot. So I don't know if there were big uh, vulvas carved out of plants, but um, but part of it was that they showed somebody going to like a little dispenser with sunscreen, like thick sunscreen and putting it all over their hands and putting it like wiping it off their beach ball. So I don't know if that I, it may have been a part of that because it was an outdoor space. They may have been providing Laszlo's sunscreen. <laughs> that's very funny a little nod to the episode yeah yeah and that's and cute. they were doing special screenings of of the episode um oh okay. at comic-con so, so it, it it probably tied in really well i mean it, it it makes up for the fact that there is i i don't know what half the panels are going to be because nobody can be there <laughs> they're actual comic people because yeah, they're actual comic people. So this was actually Comic Con. Um, <laughs> so I, I, why couldn't they be there? Uh, because of the strike. Oh that yeah, that's Screen right. Actors Guild. Uh, they cannot promote anything. I got overly excited for a second. I typed in Laszlo sunscreen on eBay and, and saw <laughs> something came up. But it's like Erno Laszlo hydrate. It's like an actual product. Oh, like, okay. oh never mind. Okay, forget mm. it. Is that alias? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's him. That's his product. Erno. Laszlo. Go get a paint of a white acrylic from Michael's and slap a sticker around it. Get a big old tube of tempera. Yeah, there you go. Two, two, yeah, tube, not a paint. Yeah, paint. you know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Okay. Throwing that the correct word in you're, there. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Molly, what is your final takeaway? Um, Naked Nandor. <laughs> naked, yeah, we didn't naked, even touch naked, him going naked. to space. Oh, that I haven't done mine yet. Oh, never mind. Sorry. So naked <laughs> yeah, Nandor. No. Back to naked Nandor. Naked Nandor. Naked Nandor. <laughs> I love that he scares the children. And, <laughs> and Guillermo like runs up on stage and like takes the scarf and like wraps it around him to protect his modesty. <laughs> and his hair standing I like, up. I was gonna say I like I like <laughs> yeah. the fact that his his well, hair's Vegeta. His hair's stuck in that position from the from the re-entry back into the atmosphere, I guess. That was great. Yeah. But his clothes burned up. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I was fully expecting like a fully bald Nandor to come back. And that would Oh, that'd be funny. That would make sense because they there was that was it two seasons ago where he joined that that health club where they pull where they pull his his fangs out every day and they'd grow back. So he could be bald for a day and have his same mane of hair the next episode without any explanation whatsoever. That's true. Right. Uh Matt, your final takeaway. Okay. Well, it's not gonna be an Andor in space because just I have a feeling it shouldn't be. So what else we got here? Um, <laughs> I have a lot of lines, but I should talk about a story plot. No, I'll talk about that 
Ah, uh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> the. All right. Okay. Let's. This is. I don't quite understand, and I don't think anyone does from the guy's reaction. What is has happened? I'm hoping this is resolved by next episode. But what happened when Colin was the second spirit inhabited in Nadia's body? You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, where he's, it's almost like there's a physical duality to him. One side, yeah. the front side is Nadia doll. The back side is like Colin sh- Robinson. I'm not quite sure. Like a f- wicked shredded wheat. Yeah. And it started out. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it started out with, um, uh, the personalities. Nadia was doing both characters, which or uh, well, the actress was doing both characters, which was kind of funny. But then the physical part of it came in, and I don't quite understand what that is, and I'm not sure if it <laughs> is creeping me out or not. I think it might be, which is why I'm trying to come to grips. Oh, to it. it's very much creeping okay, me good. out. Okay, good. just me, and I liked when they were singing the duet of a training men, and a little girl starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy is really into it. Yeah, He's like, right, Jason, yeah. He loves it. Yeah, I was definitely expecting some weird stuff to happen with the 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 duality there, but not like a full like total recall quado. Oh scenario God, that's right. Yeah, to go down. That that's again that that just alludes to the absolute insanity of this episode. episode exactly. I was, like, yeah. I was like, okay, this is a pretty fun into a cool episode, and it had, and then the the head thing, and I'm like, ah. Oh, yeah, that checks out. That, that <laughs> tracks for this episode. All I could think was like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, yeah. You know, I was like, all I could think the whole time was Where? like, Colin Robinson is Voldemort. Voldemort's head on the back of the, what's his name? Professor. Yep. Oh, okay. What's his name? Professor Something. Guy from the first movie. Guy from the first movie. Yeah. You're talking to a guy that his entire experience with Harry Potter is a theme park ride or theme park rides at this point. That's all I know. <laughs> so. And even yeah, at the end of that, he just keeps going. Why is Robbie Coltrane in here? <laughs> if you need to know, <laughs> if you need to know how to break into a, a a a bank, I can tell you that part of the story. The rest of it, can't tell you. <laughs> Why are there giant spiders? Um, <laughs> all right, Florida. But yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> My takeaway is Laszlo. Oh no, sorry. Uh, oh. <laughs> is Nandor in? Sp- so the whole thing especially when he gets the the um the gopros from the camera crew and he goes your little itty bitty baby cameras they're cute (laughs) and just takes it (laughs) he does does a camera check which again did not notice till the second episode he's like this is nandor and this is also (laughs) nandor yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, I love the head camera. Yes. Looking down at him. Great. Loved that. And the whole thing with him, when he finally gets up and he's like, why did Guillermo make (laughs) me do this? (laughs) Immediately blames him on Guillermo. But then he he goes into zero Gs and he's like, oh, this is nice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But my question is where he's like, before that, before he finally gets, when he's five miles up, he says he's five miles up and says, I'm getting lightheaded. How is he getting lightheaded? He doesn't breathe. 
That's very good question. That's a good question because he even points that out too. Because yes. he's like saying, because he was explaining before he decided to go, he's explaining how he could go. And he specifically says, it's not like I need oxygen to breathe. And he eventually comes to the conclusion that he actually, he, what he said was true, even though he didn't do it. But then you're right. He says he's lightheaded. And I don't know. Yeah. Other than. I wonder if he was just being dramatic. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's gonna <laughs> just pin his nerves taking over and he's describing his lightheadedness. I mean, I, I mean or I, or maybe he doesn't know what else to describe zero gravity as, so he just feels like Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. It's probably pretty cold. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily he's wearing a lot of clothes. Yeah, right. Um at first. Yeah. <laughs> Naked Nandor. Naked Nandor. <laughs> I just uh, think it's so sweet that he did that for Guillermo. Like, <laughs> you know, and when he admits it, yeah, yeah that was, was surprising. Like, yes, like, yes. <laughs> yep. Did I do it for Guillermo? Yes. There were so many good lines <laughs> from that coming out of that too. Um, and, and one was, "It's it's not intelligence that got mankind to outer space." That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the whole oh, I loved his quoting the quoting John F. Kennedy. Oh yeah, yeah I choose yeah. to go to space and do the other things. <laughs> uh, Not because you... it is easy, but because it is hard. <laughs> yeah, it goes, it goes into the whole thing. And then it was it. It's all started off with which, uh, like, uh, how many how many human achievements were actually done by bragging too much when they're doing that whole. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. I was I'm on the big bite? Them trying to actually figure out what makes a vampire, what vampires are, but then they do the triple jump thing. And he says, why do that when you can fly? And Lazo says, oh, this is limitations. You can only go as high as the lowest clouds. And he's like, it sounds like a Laszlo thing. He's like, how high have you gone? And he pauses and he just goes, outer space. <laughs> and then he tells, he tells Guillermo to write that down in their notebook of what makes a vampire. So from that lie, he, this is what all the, this bragging, uh, he, he had to actually do it. it was, uh, that was like a, just a great snowball moment in this episode i think this season really just highlights all of their con like their want like anything you can do i can do better kind of between laszlo and nandor this episode yeah, was starting yeah. that and it, they well that was the whole the hypnosis that was the, i was gonna say that was the whole driving uh story of of their their part of last episode too you're right yeah so i'm wondering if that's gonna become like a thing throughout the season that they're they're going to be competing against each other all season. Yeah. This this one was all Nandor side his side because he was getting upset that Guillermo was spending so much time with Laszlo. Yeah, and he pretty much did something actually impressive. Yeah, true. Yep. To outer yep. space, he did it. So, and he came back naked, Nandor, and N. <laughs> um. Well, that is. Our three takeaways from each of us. So we will elaborate more because there is a lot to pull out of this episode. As as Matt has said, he wrote everything down. So and so did so did I. Um, so much going on in this episode, but we will cover that in the Patreon Big Bite, which is coming up. Gary, you got anything coming up you oh, want yeah. to plug while you're on? Oh, um, geez, uh, Florida Underground Fest. On Mills Avenue in Orlando, Florida, uh, all the best punk and alternative and indie bands from all around Florida. Uh, it's happening August 5th and 6th. We're playing Saturday night. Um, 
I can't say where yet, but we're playing Saturday night. Um, but uh, yeah, come hang out. If you want to see the best music Florida has to offer, every single band on this festival is a huge festival, two-day festival, plus a pre-show kickoff show um, to be announced um, Friday. So it's like three days worth of punk rock, all the best bands uh, from all around Florida. Come hang out. It's like tickets are super cheap for both days. It's a lot of fun. Um, as for us, Pangolin, um, we've got a lot of stuff coming out here real soon. Um, we've been working on a bunch of music videos, a bunch of new music, stuff like that. So yeah, just be on the lookout, follow us at Pangolin FL, or, uh, if you just go to pangolinfl.com, you can find all of our stuff. Awesome. Then with that, thank you, Molly. Thank you, Gary. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. We love this show so much. Um, for those who don't know me and Molly are married. Um, and, <laughs> and we <laughs> we love this show um, we love talking about the show um, and thank you guys for having us we, we love being on here and talking about it every season at least one episode so thanks for having us absolutely cool. thank and thank you Matt of course stay tuned Patreon subscribers for the big bite